Thank you for tuning in to the Garage Cast. This is your host, 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 host. Now, what's going on, everybody? Uh, let me get this out of the way. I have to say, first and foremost, that this will be the last episode of the Garage Cast for uh, at least two weeks, I'm going to say. Can't say when I'll be back because I don't really know, but I do know that when I get back, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and upload some stuff. But with the nature of my job, yeah, I, I got, I kind of have to go. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, talk about who this show is brought to you by. This show, well, this episode, right? This episode is brought to you by Project Six Killer, Project Six Killer Performance Gym. It's a performance gym for personal training, and uh, it's an open gym. It's located in Norfolk, Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah, it's a uh, it's an open gym personalizing in uh, personal training, powerlifting. Uh, they just did a uh, they did a grand opening the twenty seventh of August. So uh, they've been excuse me they've been getting pretty good uh, feedback. But that's who this episode is brought to you by Project Six Killer Performance. Check those guys out at projectsixkillerperformance.com or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagrams, uh, whatever you want. Uh, go check those guys out. They, uh, they have, oh, well, of course my phone is on. Sorry about that. They, uh, they have quite a bit of, uh, what is it, Elite FTS stuff in there? Uh, elite, elite FTS uh, equipment. So they have everything that you need to uh, power lift or if you need personal training, everything. They're pretty versatile. So go check those guys out. Project 6 Killer. Roll the music, of which I still don't have. Yeah, so I was talking to a few people, a few people, a few guys, and they're saying, yeah, I should I should really get some music, and I need to. But I don't, I'm not too sure what kind of music. So if you know any places that I can get, what in the heck, that I can get royalty-free music, or if you know somebody that can play music, I'll pay them, work for hire, right? Uh, yeah, because I, I definitely, I feel like that's the one thing that's, uh, that's missing here, because I just start talking. Which is uh, which can catch people off guard. Anyway, so what's been going on with me? I'm glad you asked. So I'm still here, right? Um, I haven't. I'm yet to make the uh, make a studio esque room for recording. I'm still in the living room, living room. That's where I am. So yeah, there's a lot of feedback. But um, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. But yeah, so I'm still in the I'm I'm trying to get everything squared away here, right? But then I'm leaving. So what do you do? You just take care of the important things like uploading episodes of the Garage Cast. So what have I been up to? Nothing much. I'm glad you guys asked. I'm uh I'm still trying to uh, get rid of Fat Hawk. So all I'm doing now is just running. I think I weighed in at two, two fifty or something. I should probably call those uh, Project Six Killer guys up, right? But uh, yeah, I'm just running now. I'm not really worried about weights. I'm not really about uh, worried about weight training because running is the, about the only thing that I can consistently do with my schedule. So pretty much after work, uh, I try to run or walk as uh, as much as I can. And let me t- let me tell you, it's a struggle. 
Uh, yeah, I try to do – I think I've talked about this before, man. I try to just run two miles, just be consistent, not worry about – no, not worry so much about uh, speed or anything, just trying to keep keep the body moving in between dehydration and, and actual weight loss or uh, fat loss, I guess. Uh, I guess I'm getting pretty good results. I'm getting used to running again, which I think is great, right? Um but yeah, besides uh, besides that, man, just running around here. I think I think I talked about this before, but me and some friends, right? We all went out, kind of. Uh, yeah, we went out the weekend, just you know, hung out, went to different places, and there's nobody. Yeah, I did talk about this. There's nobody here in this country that works at the stores and hotels and clubs that are from here. They're all in, uh, they're all immigrants, right? I'm like, all right, that's cool, whatever, you know. It's it's kind of strange to me, but I've been here before. I got it, got it. So what did we run up on? <laughs> we went to a nightclub that had a salsa night instructed by a, I don't even want to say it was Pakistani. He, it wasn't a daggone Mexican, Puerto Rican, Cuban, uh, Spaniard. It wasn't any of that. But my, my man's was uh, was getting down on uh, teaching folks the salsa dancing. Had had some Elvis Crespo playing. I'm like, yo, the heck, these dudes know about El- Elvis Crespo, right? But um, yeah. So that those that's the kind of stuff I see. And all I think there may have been one. I don't know, man. But all all uh, Arab cats in there, spinning, dipping, doing the two step. Uh, Dancing the bachata, bachata, right? One, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah, dancing the whole thing. I just thought it was strange because I'm in the Middle East at a club that has a salsa night, and there's not one, aside from the people I I was with, not one Hispanic in there. But they were all dancing, gigging it, man. It was pretty slick. But yeah, man, it's just so. I guess now that I'm I'm actually going out and seeing these things now. I noticed that little stuff. I mean, like, uh, there's just no locals here. I mean, they're all local because they moved here, right? But there's no, uh, there's nobody from here that's out here like that. And I was uh, at the store the other day. There's nobody, uh, there's, there weren't any like, teenage kids, teenage, teenage kids, right? They were little kids, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 years old, I guess. Little kids. But there weren't any 13, 14, 15 year olds. I just I was looking around the stores, just like, hey, there really isn't anybody in here like that. And it's just different in the states. You'll see, you know, uh, you'll see kids run, going around the stores outside. There's a few kids outside riding bikes and stuff, but it's just such a different. You know, of course, it's a different culture, right? It's a completely different mindset over here. But just sitting back now and, and taking things slow. And waiting for Ubers, right? And doing Michael Jackson dances. <laughs> um, I start to really notice that stuff, man. I just thought it was kind of uh, just different that I'm actually sitting back and slowing down and watching this thing, man. So, that's, I just, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm crazy. I, I, probably, I probably could categorize myself as crazy. But, yeah, man. I've been, uh, I don't know. I've just been uh, rambling about this stuff. But that's the big thing. So what's next? We got your boy. What's oh check this out? What's this guy's name? Capper, Capper Nick. 
So I talked to some guys at work, right? And just people in general about this dude, man. And the funny part is this guy, he didn't stand up for the national anthem, right? Which is, um, I think it's an ex- expectation of you as a uh, professional athlete in this country. Uh, when the national anthems play, you just stand up, right? No problem. But I, th- I think that, um, I think that the people got to com- people got confused when they realized that. Well, I think people got confused when they saw that Kaepernick, Kaepernick, what's his name, Kaepernick, he didn't stand. Well, you don't have to stand, especially an NFL player or any professional athlete. Because, and I, I'm just saying this, I'm not playing devil's advocate, but he, even as an American citizen, he has no allegiance at that particular time to stand up during the national anthem. He just doesn't. And I think the fact that he doesn't have to, he, that, the choice that he made to not, not to stand, if, if that were specifically for his protest and, all that good stuff that he's talking about. That was specifically for that. Okay, that's great. But I think the problem was that he didn't stand up. Oh, my gosh, how could he not stand up? Well, because he doesn't have to. I mean, you ever think about that? You don't have to stand up. Well, it's to show your allegiance for America and the respect. Well, yeah, I get that, but you still don't have to stand up. There's a few people that have to stand up where there could definitively be negative repercussions as far as career. Right. And number one is the United States military. All right. I mean, even well, I guess the president of the United States isn't a military member, but he or she. Right. She ugh, hopefully he let's not talk about that. But hopefully uh, he falls into that line of people that stand up during the Pledge of Allegiance with their hand over the heart, all that kind of stuff. Salutes, uh, salutes, NCOs, all that stuff. Right. But people forget that this football player, professional athlete, he doesn't have to stand up, man. It's okay. And I don't know, was that uh, was that his – did he do that on purpose to get the attention and then turn around and talk about um, uh, his issues? Not his issues, but what he did it for to protest. My whole thing is if he wanted to – if he wanted to protest something like that, like, you know, uh, oh, God. Damn, I don't even want to quote this guy wrong. I'm trying to I'm trying to read this and then talk to you guys, right? But if he's going to protest, that's great. But I wouldn't. I would have gone about it a different way with social media, with whatever. He could start a YouTube channel. Who knows? But if he's constantly talking about these things and constantly uh, going out and and doing something. Uh, uh, I don't want to say in the communities because it's such a cliche in the community, but he's physically doing something going out of his way outside of his job, mind you, to fight these to, to fight these fights, whether it's uh, uh, paying for a lawyer for somebody who supposedly got framed or something, whatever it is. If he were doing that for a few years and then this was one of the additional things to draw more attention to it, you go, OK, great, perfect. Yeah, it makes sense. He's been doing it for a while. But I haven't seen anything from him before this incident. So when he uh, initially said uh, said something about it, I thought it was just a uh, a safe way to go. You know, it's like when when you when you when you're not successful, well, I'm being discriminated against or, you know, somebody's holding me back. Or it's kind of a default. 
But I guess he's running with it, you know. He's always he's he wants to stir more. Uh, he wants to stir the pot a little bit more. And I guess that's fine if he wants to do that. But I just don't. I, I don't feel like the way he did it is productive. It's, he's he's the one that he's just screaming that it's not right. Well, how much have you actually done? How much work have you done to fix it before you really raise that flag and go, look, I've been working for this long and it's still not right. Now we need to shine more light on it. It just seems like where else can he go now? He really, he made this huge wave and now he's just trying to, it seems like he he's, he's going to have a tougher time, a more difficult time trying to keep it going instead. That's just my opinion. I know I'm not right because I don't have anybody on this podcast with me, but I am right, right? But, yeah, that that was my whole thing is, like, I get it, man. You don't want to stand. You don't have to. All right, it's cool. You're, you're just you're literally uh, just a football player, just an athlete. You, you, there's no – there's nothing – or probably it may be something in their contract in the fine print, but there's nothing saying that you have to stand up there in the national anthem. You have to do all, all of these things, right? Cool. No problem, man. Uh, what was his name? Oh, man. Mahmoud Abdul Rauf for the Nuggets. He was a Muslim, right? And he he didn't stand. It's just well, okay. You don't have to. I think it's just it's such a uh, it's such a shakeup that people people are kind of shocked and in awe and all this kind of thing. Same thing Terrell Owens did, pulling you know sharpies out of his socks to sign stuff, and after doing a touch, after making a uh, a touch there, catching a touchdown pass. Like, oh my gosh, what is he doing? Well, he's just doing something. If he did it all the time, he'd be like, oh, that's just T.O. It was like what Kaepernick did it all the time. Or I think there's a a uh, soccer player that takes a knee or something. That kind of stuff. They did it all the time. He just go, oh, okay, that's fine. But I, I felt like he was, I definitely felt like he was trying to backpedal. But I don't know, man. We'll see. Uh, we'll see in four months if he's still, if he's still game to, um, so I guess protest this uh, national the national anthem standing during it, and that's I'm telling you that's the thing. So you're telling me that he's never ever in for the for his yeah, for the rest of his life, at least a professional career. He may only play two more seasons. Who knows? But you're telling me for the rest of his life he's never going to stand for the national anthem because of uh, police brutality, and it's kind of silly to me. You know, that that's just me, because I do. Personally, I do a lot of things that I may not in my soul agree with doing, but I don't feel like making certain actions against the norm in this great, in the, in the bigger picture, that's not worth the hassle, you know? So it, it just, it just kind of frustrates me that, that one, he did it for that reason, but that people just got so upset. Oh, my gosh. I just do. I definitely believe that people, and am I a hypocrite now? I definitely believe that people have to understand that their thoughts aren't someone else's actions. Oh, he should stand up. Well, why should he? Because you feel like you stay, You should stand up? It's, it, how many people stand up at home during the national anthem? You know? In, in all games. That's what I want to know. Probably none. Who's standing up with their with their popcorn and, 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 and chicken fingers at the Super Bowl? Or any game, any uh, baseball game, volleyball. How many people stood up during the Olympics 
when the when the national anthems were played, national anthems, national anthem was played. Probably nobody. So don't sit there and just go, well, he needs to stand up. You think he should stand up. And I think that's where it stops. And it's just people. People just get so opinionated when they're uh, when they're not accountable because everyone has a screen name that isn't always their name. And even if it is their name, it's not how many people are going to fly to San Francisco or wherever he lives. How many people are going to fly to San Francisco and actually go talk to that guy and go, hey, man, you know, why, why are you doing this? And I'm not talking about the news. The news is going to spin it somehow. But if you know anything about, I don't want to say, uh, if you know anything about YouTube or viral videos, period, uh, that's usually the rawest, um, the rawest content, the raw, the, the impartial view. It's just truly saying what's going on. You know, nobody, uh, nobody can really, even with police, uh, police shootings, it's never, I mean, you'll hear people screaming in the background, but no one's ever trying the uh, police or the person that's shot or beat up. It's usually just recording of what's, what's happening. But the news, they'll have an angle on it because they'll report it and then they have an opinion on it. But it's never just, you know, yep, two guys got shot today. Suspected of crimes. Next topic, it's never that. It's always, oh, well, the crime rate's high, the poverty level's high. You know, that's what these guys do. And they, they have a, uh, a loss of, uh, loss, a lack of options, that kind of stuff, man. Just no. Let the let this guy do. My opinion on this. Uh, oh shoot! My opinion on this guy, this Kaepernick guy, is look, man. If he wants to, uh, oh Colin, if this guy wants to not stand for the national anthem while he's in uh, in his work uniform, right? He right there, no matter what his reasons are, uh, other than injury, right? He has already set. A uh, a timeline for how how many people support him. So whether and it, after he did that, after he didn't stand, I went. Man, you do whatever he wants to do, fine. But there's diehard 49er fans, diehard uh, uh, Capper Kaepernick fans, and they're gonna side one way or another. I always look at it as just either let the the animals kill themselves. I mean, they'll figure it out. It it truly is. I don't say survival if it is the wrong term, but his actions, it's just like no, no different than if that guy went out there and uh, threw 20 for 20 for uh, passes that game, every game for the whole season, his actions will depict uh, his success or I'm sorry, his, his popularity, who supports him. So he could have not stood up for the national anthem and never did an interview for that and just kept playing and people would side with them either way support him or not and that's that's my opinion on just let this guy do what he wants to do and then you know people will support him now he shouldn't he shouldn't have to explain but people want an explanation they want to know why he do it okay i agree with him or disagree with him i agree with him but i don't think he should have did that it doesn't matter He's not going up to James over here and saying, hey, James, what do you think I should do? He's not. He doesn't care. And that's the point. He doesn't care about James and the, and the crowd. 
the 314 James's James's in that crowd uh, during that game. He doesn't care. He just wants to cause attention so he can he can voice his opinion or say whatever the reason is uh, for him not doing it. So I just let those guys go, man. And yeah, I'm talking about him now on this on this podcast, but ugh, I'm just. It's just kind of frustrating when people get so riled up about these guys who uh, who do things like this and then come out and say, hey, I'm doing it for the people who don't have a voice. Well, how much were you doing before that, man? Oh, goodness gracious. I'm a, I got to stop talking about that. I'll talk around. I've, I've already spoken in circles or easily ovals, but I will definitely, I'll definitely keep talking about that. Anyway. Anyway, so yeah, man, I'm uh I'm getting out of here uh pretty soon, so I'll be gone and I won't be able to uh I won't be able to do a podcast while I'm gone. That's the one sad prop. Oh, that's the one sad, sad, sad point. Uh, that uh that's the one sad thing about going out. I thought about buying some different equipment. So I could uh, so I could upload, but or sorry, record, but it wouldn't it wouldn't matter because I wouldn't be able to upload the stuff. So if I were gone, I don't know, if I were gone for seventeen weeks, I wouldn't be able to upload anyway. So you know, I just figured if nothing else, you know, I can uh, I could just tweet some stuff out, probably just roll some video, do something like that. Uh, just push it out uh, through my through the YouTube channel, GarageCast on YouTube, uh, or just the GarageCast. Oh my gosh, I don't even know my own website. It's not my website; it's YouTube's website. But uh, yeah, push something out through uh, YouTube or uh, or the Facebook page. So I figured I would probably I would try to do something like that until I can actually get back here and um, and record. So, yeah, man, it's a bummer because I definitely thought, uh, well, I I figured that I wouldn't be able to record while I'm out there, but, you know, whatever, man. I knew it was going to come. And if you've been listening, you knew it was going to come to this day also. Yo, man, what the heck? I can't even find my stuff on, on the YouTube. What the heck? Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's just GarageCast on, um, on YouTube. Yeah, but so that's the only thing I'm uh really really sad about it. No, that's the only thing I'm kind of down about, man, is that I won't be able to record, so I can bring you these bring you these amazing episodes of the Garage Cast with your host. Anyway, so I don't know, man. We got Trump. Who's who? Want, um, what this podcast started off as? with the intentions of being uh, some sort of physical fitness-esque podcast, and it's nowhere near it right now. I'm talking all politics, man. It's a daggone shame. So, oh, oh, yeah. So, let's let's talk about that, right? So, um, this is going to get real boring, right? I have about 10 weeks. 10 yeah i guess let's call it 10 we got about 10 weeks to ride to get to i guess get conditioned right get in shape right so i was talking to some people about it and they and once again right it's frowned upon 
to kind of kick it into high gear. But the way I look at it is, if not, I don't say most training programs, but a lot of the programs that I've ever uh, uh, used, whether it's whether it's uh, a weight training program or a running program, right? Most of them were about four to six weeks. So, and I've done this before, man. And I think, yeah, I've done this before. It's just like, yo, man, if you can, if you can get, if you can get a diagnostic right to see where you are, then in ten weeks, I like to shoot about eight weeks, right? And those last two weeks are you kind of you kind of cruising by then. But if you have those ten weeks, man, about eight by week number eight, if you're if you're uh, if you're uh, Oh man, if you're working on it, if you're doing something with push-ups, whether it's uh, whatever, weight training or running or something, you can get dialed in, man. But some people look at it and go, no, nah, man, you shouldn't do that. You should always, you should always, uh, essentially always train. And I get that. But why not have, I guess, life give you, help you with that timeline, right? And some people, I heard it uh, before with uh, with having kids, they go, oh man, you want to be in shape because you don't want your kids to look at you, you're some fat kid, or you're some fat guy or girl, right? You should, you know, you work out, you should eat right and all this kind of stuff. Well, that's life putting a timeline on what you, in theory, are already working towards. So I see that, man. I go, uh, now this 10 weeks is up here. I go, well, that's perfect. It's 10 weeks, 187 degrees out here. I might as well get conditioned because last time I was, uh, last time, yeah, last time I was always just, I'll, I'll weight train. I'll dabble in some uh, cardiovascular exercises, but I'll weight train. But this time around, uh, I just, I, mean, I actually feel better running. Not not that I don't miss weight training, but uh, I think it's just because I kind of purposely exhaust myself and there's definitive milestones I'm hitting uh, once I get out there, man. I need to know why this air conditioner is a freaking cold. This is ridiculous. I need some icy cold AC. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the one thing that I, I, I do like about being out here, man. I'm out here for I don't know, man, forty more weeks, something something like that. And this is the one time where you can kind of focus on you, you know, just the the circumstances of it being out here. And you can definitely ruin yourself with every every place delivers all all kinds of foods deliver out here, man. So you can mess around and be uh be a fat kid and think you're getting somewhere. Hold on, wait, hold on a minute. I gotta get something to drink. All right, I'm back. Yeah, sorry about that. Your boy was parched over here. But yeah, hopefully uh by the time oh, that's what I was getting at was uh yeah, the ten week thing, right? But then when I'm gone, uh I think I can uh dial it in even more just because just because of where I'm going. So man, I think I think when I get back I'll be able to upload and I'll feel better. And I'll hopefully down a few pounds just chip away because there's somebody so some people say yeah you lose if you lose weight too fast uh you can't keep it off i don't really believe that and now if it's water weight yeah because you don't you know you it's between you're trying to figure out was it is it water is it water weight or is it uh is it fat that you're losing right 
But at my weight, I could lose 30 pounds in a month. And I think the reason I would lose 30 is because changing what I eat and then change my activity. So if I just keep consistent with that, then I won't necessarily gain it back. I think the uh, losing weight in a uh, fast and a rapid way is only you can only gain that back when they're faddish diets. Faddish meaning, you know, some kind of quick fix. And the, the quick fix for me, well, then it's not a quick fix, but the fix for me is just eat better. Eat better, exercise every day, do something, run, weight train, something every day with a uh, uh, some sort of time limit because I think it's like 30 minutes a day or something you're supposed to exercise. It's the healthy, right? 30 minutes a day you're supposed to exercise, raise your heart rate, right? So if you so if say I do that, drop thirty pounds in a month. That's not really. I don't want to say it's not unhealthy, but it wouldn't be to a point where it's like, oh man, you got to be careful what you eat because you'll gain it back. Ah, uh, if I would have myself I'm two fifty, I drop thirty pounds, I'd be two twenty, right? So say I'm two twenty for the whole week, just killing it, right? And staying, I'm good. I'm weight training. I might put on a couple more pounds, but that's only if I revert back to the old me, which at that point, doing it for a month, four weeks, 30 days, uh, roughly, (coughs) I'm going through puberty, roughly, roughly uh, an hour a day, specifically for, uh, for exercise, man, I think I'll be straight, man. And I see people do it all the time. I've done it before. I just couldn't stick with it because of my environment. I wasn't surrounding myself with uh, like-minded people. I'm breathing on this mic. I'm sorry. I do have to apologize if I'm breathing heavy on this microphone. It's hot in here. The AC is supposed to work. It's on. Hold on. It's on 18 degrees Sorry about that. Am I sorry? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Man, I just don't know why this thing isn't getting icy. I need my shit. I need to be. I need this thing to blow snow. Anyway. Yeah, man. So uh there it is, breathing on the mic. So yeah, that's that's the ultimate goal is to get down about 30 pounds between uh, eating better and uh, just exercising consistently. That's uh, I'm part of a uh, Facebook group. It's a support group. No, I'm part of a Facebook group, man, and uh, people will uh, regularly go on there and they'll say, you know, what's the secret or how can I? A lot of the answer is consistency. You know, when, you know, how can I lose weight? How can I, uh, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Trim my waistline or whatever it is. Well, here are the exercises or here's what you can eat or whatever it is. But the biggest thing is consistency. And that's, and I think the easiest way to make it consistent is just make it part of your day. I mean, that's really it. At my, uh, at my leanest and healthiest, I would assume, um, I worked out every day and it was, Every day, well, it was it was a six and one. So that last day, I wasn't um, 
particularly exercising, but I was still pro I would walk probably three miles, three I don't know. I would just walk. Uh kind of out of boredom where because of where I was. But regardless, it still it still counts as activity. So that sixth I'm sorry, that seventh day when I'm don't I don't have anything planned for training. I may very well still play volleyball or I may very well still uh I may very well still play volleyball, I may uh walk, but that was usually a day where I got a little loosey goosey with my uh with my diet. And I, I need ice cream and cake or whatever it is. But the difference was <clears throat> the difference was I knew I was eating that stuff, so I wouldn't I wouldn't eat it the following week. You know what I mean? Like I I would eat it and I wouldn't feel so well really because I'd be full. So that's when I was like, ah, I'm not going to have it this week. I'm still going to go eat some stuff uh, that's good for me to have a nice breakfast and everything. But uh, when it came to having cheat days per se, uh, and I've talked about this before. I don't, I never believed in, I never believed in cheat days. It just sounds, it sounds, it, it, it's almost given the, uh, I guess given the, the day, just way too much credit. You know what I mean? It's just, if it's a day where you want to eat uh, flaming hot Cheetos or or a slice of pie, well, just eat it. It's not a cheat day, because if you're if you look at and these these are professional athletes, but if you just look at e- even the uh, the gym rat, right? If you look at these guys, um, they can have that crazy meal, maybe even a crazy day, but I just feel like calling it a cheat meal, and, and they can do that and get away with it because they. Uh, they're exercising. Their their body is essentially a furnace, just burning energy. Burn. It, it's always uh, it's your body's regularly compared to a uh, a fire, right? So you put too much wood in the fire, uh, the fire uh, the fire gets low and it can't burn. It can't burn as efficiently. You don't put enough uh, uh, you don't put enough wood in the fire, then it doesn't it doesn't keep the fire going is strong right so that's the that's the theory but if you create if you make your body essentially a furnace man not saying i'm not saying you can do this six days a week but if you're eating pretty consistent and usually what happens with anybody that gets stronger gets stronger or uh, uh runs faster or whatever kind of activity you do usually their menu has shrank from having Literally, if you look at a menu at a restaurant, it went from everything on that menu is good, everything on that menu they can eat, and it gets shrank, shrank, shrunken, shrunken down. Yeah, whatever. Uh, that list just <laughs> that list gets smaller, and it's not to say that they can't have ice cream, but they definitely can't have it every day. So I think that's what ends up happening is these guys, these uh, I guess you can call them successful athletes or whatever you want to call them gym rats right their menu's pretty small so when they do eat something out of the norm one their tolerance for it isn't as great so they're not going to eat as much of it they're just going to sit there say they say they eat a say they eat a double cheeseburger right i guess that's pretty normal i don't know but they eat a double cheeseburger they may only get halfway through their cheeseburger because one uh it doesn't sit well with their body anymore they actually start to i guess get sick or two the calories and the grease or whatever these uh, extra things that they're putting in their body that they usually don't get, those things are just making them full. So they end up eating half the burger. It's still just as bad, right? Because it's, you know, it's a burger that just, it's a burger. 
and compared to what they usually compared to what they usually eat yeah it's not good at all so when it you know to look at these guys or think that oh I can't have anything well that's a good way to start but the dangers are you uh what they call crashing or just basically buckling you know and I, I just don't I just don't think that's good man and there's a couple ways you can do it you can say all right well I'm gonna get all this bad stuff out of my house I don't really care to do that because and I'm, I don't care to do that specifically but if I'm gonna have something bad I won't have to work for it so I won't necessarily buy uh I used to buy, you know, 12 packs of, you know, Coca-Cola or uh, whatever other freaking can, can pop there is out there. I used to buy those, and those were, the problem is those were readily available, and I had them in the house, right? But let's say a burger isn't healthy for you, right? But if I have to cook that burger or if I have the ground beef and, you know, I want to make a cheeseburger or something, there's a lot more work put into that. doesn't mean that I won't do it, but there's more time to think about it when I can either cook a burger up or grill a burger or just take one of my uh, pre-made meals and pop it in the microwave and have food in three minutes. So I think that a big part of that is the balance. But then you run into going out and I've talked about this before. And I keep, why do I keep repeating myself? But I've talked about this before. If you're going, if you're going out, there's nothing necessarily wrong with uh, bringing food. You're just the oddball, but you're the oddball with a goal. Just like in school, these not, I don't want to say nerd, but people that were getting straight A's and doing the right thing, well, they're there amongst other people, but those pe- that person has a goal. And they may seem strange now, but then in a year, uh, when they're on the honor roll and get a scholarship or the person that brings a, a, some Tupperware out with them to eat, when that person hits their 30-pound goal, uh, 30 pound weight loss goal with in a healthy manner then you know who's the fool right so yeah I just I definitely believe and, and I'm certain from experience that it's a it's just a real balance man and there's <clears throat> and there's different different diet I would call it diet restrictions because uh, there's things you can you can there's a like, you know ketogenic style there's all these different styles out there whichever one you go with I'd say use it as a guide right now say you're doing a, a ketogenic diet or a paleo, uh, paleo diet something something like that that essentially eliminates breads and dairy and things that are i guess uh, commonly eaten right by by the normal overweight american i just say you have to remember to not be so not to not be so strict but say you do uh you do whatever diet it is, right? It says, say it's no bread. Now, does that mean you can't have a Ritz cracker? I would say no. The book would say yes, right? You can't have it. No, nope, you can't have that. Nope, you can't have it. Nope, the book says. But I would say, man, if you want peanut butter and crackers, man, dish it up. Why not? Because that's the, the thing is, that's the one thing that you can have that is filling and I just said peanut butter and crackers for just out of nowhere, but it's filling and it you can, it's not so crazy. Now, yeah, if you say I want to eat, because, oh, man, I've done it before. If you, if you want to eat an uh, entire family-sized box of Pop-Tarts, that's wrong. Yeah, might want, you might not want to do that. Along with the fact that Pop-Tarts don't go stale. 
if you ever noticed that. I don't, I don't think anybody have, have, has ever had old Pop-Tarts. But, yeah, they, don't, they won't go stale. You can leave them outside for a week, and they won't mold, which is kind of strange. But, yeah, man, that's, that, that's I'm trying to figure this out, and I'm kind of glad that I am leaving so I can go focus on this. Uh, not that it's so hectic here, but um, I'll be – where I'm going is just, it's just so isolated, man. It's uh, once you get into the routine, the day-to-day, you know, the what, 24 hours in the day. So, you know, 10 hours of the day was, will be spent doing this. You'll have three hours for f- uh, free time. You know, once you get into that rhythm, that's what uh, that's what I think can help me, and it has helped me. The best times, uh, most successful I've been in weight training or any kind of uh, physical fitness is when there was a uh, a guide, some sort of first hour of the day I'm doing this, next two hours of the day I'm doing that, you know, lunchtime. As long as that, if I can stay on that, then things are easy. And I think that's what some uh, people lack, right, when it comes to trying to trying to even trying to get physically fit. They just make that time of the day. That's what they do. Every everyone else will adjust. As long as you, <laughs> as long as you're not doing it in the middle of the work day when you're supposed to be working. You have eight hour work eight hour work day. Do it before or after. Other people will kind of adjust, man. And uh, you can be, you can get it in. So, uh, yeah, that's my whole uh, opinion on, um, I guess, physical fitness and how to get there, man. And I mean, even not to, well, yeah, bring my, bring, I'll bring up Project Six Killer. But there's people out there like that at all these gyms, ProjectSixKiller.com. There's people out there. At all these gyms and, and all these people with knowledge, and there's the internet. But sometimes people need that hands-on, uh, hands-on thing, and uh, even accountability. In a place like, I would say, a place like Project Six Killer is good because it's still they're in their infancy and they're small, so it's more intimate now than go to a place that has 40 trainers that just and you're just a number, you know. So. Uh, to find a place like that, um, I think some people need it. I uh, only thing I needed was a workout partner, and it was never necessarily a direct push like, "Hey, you need to do, you know, ten more minutes of running." Or it was never anything like that. There was just a natural. Uh, um, oh man, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, there was a natural competition. Just that you know, I'm going to do as many repetitions as this guy. I'm going to uh, lift as much weight as this guy or, you know, if I'm if I'm not as efficient in this exercise, I can get him over here. There was just that kind of thing that really kept kept the drive going, you know. And then once again, I'm telling you, it's, it was regimented. It was, you know, get off work, we go eat, but an hour later, an hour and a half later, we're going to the gym. So it was very – even when uh, <clears throat> even when he didn't want to go or they didn't want to go, I've had quite a few over the years, right, I would still go, and I have to say that workout was never as intense because it just I, I put myself in an environment that had a workout partner. Without that person, it's just like ah, it's not the same. I'm still gonna do all my exercises, but ah, it's just not the same. So be it. So whatever you have to do, man, to get down and and dirty and 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 really achieve your goals. It's not necessarily even about fitness or uh, you know dropping weight or being healthy uh physically healthy 
if if you have to put yourself around certain people to become successful, and I'm not talking about yes men, I'm talking about people in the community or in that group that uh, that you want to be in, or I'm sorry, that you want to be successful in, then do it. That's the thing. I'm not running by myself when I'm here. There, it started off. It started. It was all a dream. No, it started off with one guy, and uh, we were running in uh, when I was in Virginia, ran together, and then now there's three of us. So hopefully that still builds. And what happens is you, and it's and you'll see it. You're you're uh, you're working on something that's moving forward, that's positive, and people will tag along, or people, or you'll invite people, whatever it is, and then you all you're all moving towards this bigger goal and everyone's goal isn't at the same mark but you'll all get there you know what i mean i don't know man i just feel like it's so easy and now the fact that i'm leaving i'm leaving uh it's going to be a bit easier because there's a better structure there than here well i don't know man so i think i think that's a wrap uh i've talked for quite a while kind of Kind of surprised. That's one thing people say is surprising that I can talk for so long. I'm like, I mean, it is long just sitting here by myself, but I just uh, nod my head and say thank you. But I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're being honest or not. But yeah, man, <laughs> yeah, that's a wrap. I am getting out of here. Uh, I will see you guys on. Twitters and Instagram and wherever else, man. Thank you for listening. Check out Project Six Killer uh, dot com uh, in Virginia, Virginia, Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, check those guys out, man. Hit them up. Hit up their uh, their website. They have uh, they have lifting equipment. They have shirts. They have the whole kit and caboodle. Hit them up. And get on that uh, email list and uh, enjoy yourselves. Tell them I sent you. T- tell them, yeah, tell them I sent you. Me, me's. All right, thank you for listening. I'm out. <laughs>